This is episode 126, Body Transformation with Results Coach, Los Lara. My name is Tudor Alexander, and this is the Dance of Life podcast. Every week, my goal is to inspire you to take action towards what you love, live a transformed life, and enjoy the journey there. Are you ready? Let's go. Thank you so much for joining me today. I have an amazing and awesome guest that I want to share with you today. But first, it's not about perfect. It's about effort. And when you implement that effort into your life every single day, that's where transformation happens. That's how change occurs. Keep going. Remember why you started. I initially, I was telling my friend here, Los, that this quote I was looking up and it said anonymous. I'm like, no way. There's got to be somebody that is <laughs> somebody that wrote that quote. So I I took the quote and I googled the quote, uh, and it was Jillian Michaels. And if you don't know Jillian Michaels, she was a personal trainer. She's an author, fitness entrepreneur. Uh, she was on The Biggest Loser and and all that kind of stuff. So it was very funny to me because today we're talking about body transformation and. Uh, I'm with Los Lara. What's up, man? How are you? I'm great, man. I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, it's a pleasure, man. We've been talking about doing this for, what, a couple of months now? Good, yeah. Like three, four months. So I have to get it going. The busy schedules life. <laughs> busy life. You know, we're both just crazy busy. And it's, uh, it's, it's really good because, you know, I feel right now, especially with the recent direction that I've wanted to move in, I'm really all about inspiration. You know, that's one thing I realized is that at the end of the day, we got to inspire each other constantly, oh, you know, and regardless of what you know or what ideas you have, what you convey, you got to inspire it in some way. And, 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 uh, I think your story is really inspiring. I, I, I think that's amazing. So I'm really happy to share it with you. So let's, let's introduce you a little bit. So let's tell them what you up to, what are you doing? You know, you're a results coach, right? So you do that, yes, yes. you're doing wellness and, and ha- training. So tell them how you got onto that path. Okay. Who are you? And, uh, Take it away, my friend. All right, I appreciate <laughs> it. Well, my name is Los Lara. Um, I'm 34 years young. And uh, before my journey to health and wellness, I was a man that was 525 pounds. Um, I wore an 8X shirt. I couldn't even tie my shoes. So um, it, wasn't even, it wasn't even a thought that occurred through myself. It was through a conversation with my brother. He mm. gives me a call one day, and he's just like, I love you. You're my only younger brother I'm ever going to have. But if you don't change your lifestyle, you're going to be bedridden one day or you're never going to wake up. And wow. uh, you're, you're way too young to be going down this path. And uh, it was it was a hard pill to swallow. Yeah. That was um, your younger brother or older brother? Older. I'm the youngest. You're I'm the, the youngest, youngest of three boys. Gotcha. And uh, he was like my father figure growing up. So yeah. hold him up on a high pedestal, you know? Right, right. And uh, he was he was just telling me, he said, even if you can't do it for yourself, do it for my kids because my kids need you. And um, that was really the the X factor for myself um, because it was I, that's when I learned that it was bigger than me, which is mm. kind of a funny, uh, funny reference because... I was larger than life. <laughs> so it was uh, something to um, embrace, like, okay, how am I going to do this? Why am I going to do this? Mm. Um, I don't want to do this for myself, but uh, I want my nieces and nephew to have me in their lives. So yeah. that was my peaceful, that was my happy place because I don't, I don't have kids of my own yet. Yeah. So it was that, 
it was that initial spark to get started. Yeah. And um, that was when it got real for you, the impact oh, yeah. of, of, you know, I'm guessing years and years of a habit or decisions or a way of thinking, right? I mean, you can fill me in on that, but oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, whatever it was, that's when it got real, like, holy smokes, like this is, this is costing me something that I really want. Yeah. Know, it, is, it was a slow suicide. Yeah. When I yeah. come to terms to it now, I was killing myself slowly. <laughs> and uh, I I'll jokingly, but it's not a joke, but I would always joke with people saying, my nutrition was from p- between point A and point B hmm. because I was in and out of drive throughs three to four times a day. Wow. Um, $10 a pop, you know, $40 a day. Yeah, that's expensive, man. Yeah. I mean, that adds up. <laughs> yeah. And then I was, you know, consuming alcohol because um, DJing in clubs three to five times a week, um, out networking. So it was a very busy and hectic lifestyle. Hmm. And uh, still is to this day. I mean, look, at yeah. we're months later finally right. getting the opportunity <laughs> to sit down and have this conversation. And it's just, I had to prioritize my time and prioritize my life and make small changes that move the mountains. We're, I have a question for you. So, I mean, you know, when you, when you, look at this from the outside it's very impressive right whenever you're sharing that story like wow you know that is that is a lot of weight to be mm. 500 you know pounds so my question is was this something that happened to you as a result of let's say a very long period of consistently making let's say certain choices or would it did it ha- like something happen and was this more of a response like man you know i had a really rough patch and then i got really depressed and started eating a lot like what what was how did you get there in your own opinion you know what's funny is uh yeah when i when i was that big i i loved everything about my life yeah and the moment that i wanted to start losing weight when the idea occurred to me i said to myself how did i let this happen Hmm. um i was in a you know and i can just paint a picture for you right yeah to where the moment my feet hit the ground my body hurt and i thought that was normal Where I would be like, you know, when it's cold outside, you go outside, you turn your car on to let the car warm up. Right. I thought that that was what I would needed to do for my body when that made no sense when you think mm. about it. But I was in so much pain. Yeah. And what happened? Um, I turned 18 and moved out of the house. I stopped playing sports. Now, I was always a, a chunky kid, you know, but I was very athletic. I was very active. But when I moved out, into the real world, I, I didn't know how to really cook. I, I could cook, but I wouldn't want to go grocery shopping and stuff like that. So it was just laziness. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, it's not to place blame, but the American diet. Oh, for sure. Is, is fast food. It's terrible. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like we're the unhealth, we're the most unhealthiest nation in the world. Yep. And in school, we would learn about the world being flat, not being flat. We would learn about the Civil War, World Wars, but we didn't know anything about nutrition. Right. Nothing. Yep. And it set us up for failure. But when I was growing up, you know, you, you could get two Big Macs for $2 or two sausage McMuffins for $2, yep. you know? Like they had the <laughs> two for chicken. Twos. Yeah, the dollar <laughs> menu, you know? And um, I was upgrading everything, you know, upgrading mm. my fries upgrading you know and it didn't matter it was just like okay where do i want to eat today Mm. and the the lifestyle that i created especially with the djing is i always had cash in my pocket right why should i go grocery shopping exactly you know 
And all of a sudden I was, I was wearing these clothes and even in high school, I was wearing like a two X, I was buying five X clothes. And all of a sudden they started fitting me normal and then snug and then upgrading. Wow. And I'm talking about like a normal t-shirt, $40. And it would have a simple print on it. It wouldn't have any flashy logo, wow. $40. And my shirts, when I, my biggest was 8X. Wow. So I would tell people like, jokingly, you would have to take the drapes off the windows <laughs> to make my clothes. Wow. And I tell people that and they're like, oh, you know, we're going to go do this event. I'll pick you up a shirt. And I'm like, you're not going to find it. Right. You're not going to find my size. Wow. And people were super astonished. They're like, you don't wear a 7X. You don't wear an 8X. I'm like, yeah. I don't even know what an 8X, <laughs> where do you even find that? I a mean, big and tall store. Big and tall, yeah. yeah. Gotcha. But I was getting so scared yeah. because the 8Xs were starting to fit snug. Wow. I'm like, where am I going to find my clothes? And... You know, now we fast forward, right? Mm -hmm. We fast forward these years. I've been able to lose, at my most, I've lost 197 pounds. Wow, that's incredible, man. Yeah, thank you. That that really is. I mean, that is to, it's, that's a testament of your discipline and, and your mindset. You know, I mean, that's, that's incredible. Congratulations. I appreciate that. And now to today, there's, um, I wear 3X shirts. Yeah. Um, some shirts, depending on the brand, I can wear 2X. And, you know, to, to say I've lost five shirt sizes, six shirt sizes, people are like, I didn't even think that they can go that far. Right. And, uh, it's an amazing feeling because now I can do the simple things of life, like yeah. tie my shoes. Every time I tie my shoes, now I say, thank you. Yeah. Um, thank you to my brother for taking a stand for me, mm. um, helping me get him, get myself out of my own way to help taking strides into something greater. And now, you know, in a position today to now help, help others with their own um, obstacles, because there's people in this world that 10 pounds is a hundred pounds for me. Yeah, exactly. And um, there's a couple of people that I've had, I've had the ability to help lose over a hundred pounds. And I like, um, that's amazing. It is. It's yeah. an amazing feeling because when I sit down with them initially, I'm like, this is who, this is me. Yeah, you see yourself in their in their journey. Yes, and it, that's what makes it powerful because mm. that's when you move into this space where it's like, now I know what my purpose is. Mm. My purpose is to inspire others, but in order to do that, I have to keep myself inspired, right? I have yeah. to refill my own cup, and sometimes the inspiration comes from the other people to help me stay in the game too you know yeah because i'm human being too like i Absolutely. go like we were just talking about before we hit record here yeah how i just moved and it was sloppy because you know you're living in boxes you're on the go and even then even then where it's like i'm making healthier choices like okay we'll grab right. subway <laughs> you know and it's not nothing nothing to be like oh pat yourself on the back right, right? but it's not Burger King. Right. It's not like all these other <laughs> the chains. Different choices. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> and I don't want to throw any of those chains under the bus, but, you know, it's just making healthier choices been, yeah, I mean, even on the go. Yeah. And uh, it got to the point where it's like, no, enough is enough. We have to buckle back down. We got to get back in the gym. Exactly. Because you start feeling just like dirty. Yeah. Well, it's become part of your character now. I mean, yeah. now now it's different. It's not just some new thing you're trying it's it's part of your character it's part of who you are yeah. so when you're out of alignment you 
you can't go back, you know, I think, and that's, uh, that's very valuable. I mean, you touched on so many important things, you know, what you said, like when you said, uh, 10 pounds for, for somebody might be a hundred pounds for me, you know, Mm -hmm. I can relate to that journey. And, you know, it's as a, as a teacher myself, as a coach, a trainer, whatever, it's, it's all the same stuff. And we have to continually remind ourselves of that, of someone's beginning, you know, whatever challenges that is, you have to, cause we all started, you know, we all started somewhere and we all had those initial challenges. Oh, definitely. And I think that when you're in a coaching position, you have to continually remind yourself of the person in front of you and, and where that struggle is. Mm-hmm. And if you can reconnect to that, uh, like you said, it's, it's inspiring when you help them make those first couple of steps, you kind of relive those victories yourself. Oh, definitely. You know? And you know, it's, it's a matter of lack of confidence, insecurity, mm-hmm. right? Because everybody like on, on this journey and helping enough people, I've started starting to learn that everybody thinks the same. Mm. It's just um, the numbers is what changes a little yeah, bit, you right. know, where, you know, the people that are um, very loud and like very confident, that's their, their strong suit to mm-hmm. help, in, to help hide or shield themselves from the insecurity that's within. Right. And um, the people that are shy, they stay behind their walls and barriers because they are insecure. <laughs> right. So it's like, you're either on one side of the realm or, or the, the other, other side, right. but at the end of the day when you sit down and have the conversation it's like holy smokes yeah it's the same person but yeah. yet different names different you know ethnicity x y and z different flavor but the same ingredients exactly you know? <laughs> yeah. exactly the the point b is in, ends up being the same mm. and uh, to sit there and help them through their storms right through their working through their stuff it's 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 an amazing feeling because you're impacting not only them but you're impacting their family mm. their friends and all of a sudden it enrolls like we've literally i've i've helped it started with the mom of the family mm-hmm. which transcribed into two brothers a sister grandkids mm. and then their um their closest friends so it started branching out and this is when we were in Prescott Valley and it was so crazy to be in such a small town and make such a huge impact, mm. a positive impact, right? Because we always hear about, especially like on social media, the news, it's, it's so much negative in this world. Oh, yeah, constantly. Yes. Constantly. We're surrounded by it. Yeah. And to... Well, that's be, all they're presenting. You know, that, oh, yeah. yeah. That's the problem is that's all they're presenting. It there's, there's a lot of really good stuff going on all the time, but it's not being presented. Right. Because that is boring right <laughs> that is yeah. boring if it the beginning of the video doesn't start out with like world star nobody wants right. to watch that doesn't give you an adrenaline shock <laughs> yeah no it's sad yeah, and, and you know it, that's just the society we live in but the cool thing is is that we can create anything mm. especially um i always and i always say this to the team it's like you can go so far by yourself but when we all lock arms together we can do anything Absolutely. We can go anywhere. And um, just like you said at the beginning, too, it's like, you know, we have to be able to inspire others. Yeah. Because we have to leave this planet, this home, that we, this place we call home, in a better position than when we first arrived. Absolutely. And um, to be able to sit down and have conversations like this, it's, it's moving. Yeah. Because you can sit back and when you go home at night and you take your hat off and you put your head on your pillow, you're like... 
one, I earned my sleep tonight. Two, I'm going in the same path in alignment, right? Yeah. To where you can say, okay, good. Today I won. Yeah. And and I battle with that on the realm of meal plan, you mm-hmm. know, staying on the journey, staying consistent. Because for me, emotional and stress eating um, was a trigger, right? Mm-hmm. If the day was great, um, I would want to reward myself with something greasy. Right. <laughs> yeah, or, I do that too. <laughs> um, if the day was horrible, it would balance me back up. Right, right. To where it would take me to my my happy place. Either way, it was some some uh, ending destination. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and and then you eat it, and then you're like, that did absolutely nothing. Now I feel sick. Yep. Uh, now I am, you know, for me, I retain water easily. So tomorrow I'm going to be like a puffer fish. Right. I'm going to blow up and be all full of water. <laughs> and it's just like, why? Why would I do this to myself? Right. And I did it to myself for so long. And I mean, granted, I have my moments mm. because I am human. Yeah. And my emotions do get the best of me. So I'm not going to sit here and say, you know what? No, we've been living the straight edge life and right. it's like no like <laughs> um it's just failing more than others just never giving up i like that i, I love that quote and you, you shared that earlier too is that tell them about the badge i love the, the you oh, were wearing yeah. the badge. i love that story that's a that's a cool story so i wear this button it says i've lost over and it has a little window because i can put in a piece of paper and write how much oh cool so okay um, you know, I started with 65 and then it was 97 and 105. And cool. so, it, and even that joker was like, a, it looked like a peaks and valleys all on its own too. Cause it'd be up and then down, up and then down, up and then down. How often would you update that? Um, I would update it on a weekly basis. Gotcha. Good, bad, or the ugly. Right. <laughs> and um, that's good though. It keeps you accountable. It's like, oh man, now I have to. <laughs> yeah, and and it, sometimes we would forget, or you know, life would get complicated, or whatever. I'm just making excuses at the same time, but people would be like, "Are you updated with your button?" It's like, no, I'm chasing the button. And they're like, okay, great, get back to work. Mm. It's accountability. And, uh, but you know, the biggest, the most amount of weight again was 197 pounds. That's incredible. And, uh, I was in a gas station and a, and a young lady said, wow, that's amazing. And I said, you know what, ma'am, all this resembles is that I failed more than everybody else, but I never gave up. Hmm. I just kept going. And she was just like, that's pretty powerful. And from Hmm. that moment on, when people would see it, I would share that, you know, yeah. or whenever I would get invited to go speak in front of forums or, you know, different audiences and different groups of people, that was always my go-to because, mm-hmm. man, the amount of character building oh, it yeah. took, the amount of layers, like I always talk about life being like an onion. Yep. You peel back a layer to find something else. Awesome. Peel back another layer. And then you just keep going as you're peeling the layers back, right? And this is going to res- resonate with the onion. You start crying, yep. you know, because <laughs> that's what onions do. Right. And I mean, I've, I don't know how many times we've just been broken mentally. Yeah. And then you fast forward a month and you're like, wow, we lost so much, this much weight or overcame this obstacle. And that's just life. Yeah. And nobody's, there's no exception for anybody yeah. to life. Yeah. 
And uh, the one thing that is super um, inspiring is that the people that we've chose to keep around us, Mm. you know, um, like in terms of your coworkers or your friends, family, everything, all of the above, all of the above, all of it. Yeah. You know, I've learned to respectfully, um, remove myself from conversations, situations. Um, I don't hang around the same water cooler as I did back when I was drinking five times a week. Would you say, I mean, I'm sure that there's a relationship between the people that you surround yourself with, let's Mm -hmm. say in this case, specifically talking about body weight Mm -hmm. and maintaining a particular, you know, health regime. What is your take on that? Because I think obviously every aspect of our lives is affected by who we associate ourselves with. Oh, definitely. You know, they only say be the dumbest person in the room, right? Oh, yeah. that I love that. So with this, I want your take on... You know, in your own experience, you said, you know, you've noticed a huge difference when you kind of pruned your life of, let's say, toxic relationships or mm-hmm. non-productive situations. How, what is specifically the relationship between that and, let's say, your health or, you know, the being able to maintain your health regime, you know, your goals, all that kind of stuff? I really had to, I really had to remove myself from certain people and relationships mm-hmm. to give myself the opportunity to lead the opportunity to learn about myself Hmm. and it led to like this kind of hermit type lifestyle kind of a little bit because when I was 525 pounds, I was fitting in, you know, Hmm. I was in the spotlight, you know, I wasn't like Tiesto big, but you know, it was always in the limelight of some sort. Yeah. And I had to remove myself from those situations so, just so I can have an understanding of who I am. Mm. Who am I really? And I always knew that I was different. And the moment that I started spending more time with myself is when I started to love myself. Mm. And that's how I was able to be better for other people to where even those people that were in that different season, I could say, you know what? We don't have to do this. We can do this and still live a fulfilled life. Hmm. We can catch a buzz from not alcohol or anything of that, but we can get it from eating healthier and better and learning nutrition and learning how to work out and do all this different stuff to where the end result was the same. All we did was just shift Shift a little bit. The shifting of what we were doing. Hmm. And... um, for me, I didn't, I I always looked for happiness at the bottom of a bottle hmm. because it, I didn't understand then, but you know, it was just like being bigger and how vain the world truly is. We, we run into the whole like, well, I have to, I have to, for me, it was my strong suit to make fun of myself before other people made fun of me. Because I was always bigger. Gotcha, yeah. So you put on the clown mask pretty much, and that was your way out. <laughs> yeah. I put, I would, and that's the perfect way to, to put it on is wearing a mask. Yeah, deflect. Yeah. <laughs> right. To redirect. Yeah. Because if I did it to myself first, I wouldn't have to go into defense mode when you mm. did it to me. And then that would cause conflict. Gotcha. So all of it just needed to just shift. Yeah. And, um, a lot of people don't know how to do that. Is it okay to do that? You know, is it okay to take a stand for yourself and get out of 
uh, anything, any toxic profession, relationship, you know, business or personal, like hmm. to where people, are, a, a lot of our society is just stagnant and in idle to where we go to work. We complain about how we don't like being there. We get yeah. home and we complain about how we don't like home. We eat something heavy. We Netflix a little bit of comfort, and we go to bed and, <laughs> <laughs> and we get up the next day Do and it's it the same again. thing. Yeah. And then we no, just crazy, man. It's true. No, it's, it's, it's so true. It's true. And now people are like, Oh, or today people were talking about game of Thrones. And I always I have joke. I watched one episode of I Game go, of Game of Thrones, <laughs> what's that? And they're like, Lois, don't even start. <laughs> because I don't watch TV on the regular, right? I don't either, yeah. If, you know, whenever I get a moment, I'll watch a movie here and there. Right. But I'm always just going, 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 right. going, going. And uh, I don't have time for that anymore. Where yeah. I would come home and I had cable TV. I had, you know, the game consoles. And yep. I don't have any of that stuff anymore. Now I'm not taking away from the people that partake you know not that's amazing right but i just gained so much more value in life by doing other stuff no it's funny you know you you kind of remind me of something i've been thinking about lately which is just how there's that relationship between attitude and behavior right so attitude is the internal right and behavior is that external that manifests Mm -hmm. from whatever attitude and your attitude change, meaning what you believe, what is what are your goals, what's your vision, all these kind of things, and then the external around you change as a result. You know, your routine, and that goes for anybody, you know, like look at your, they say look at your, all you got to do to look at who you are is look at your bank statement for the last 30 days and yes. see what you, where you spend your uh, money. Yes. Or look at your calendar on your phone and see where do you spend your time. Mm-hmm. That is a blueprint, or like, not a blueprint, a, a footprint mm-hmm. of your character, you know? And sometimes some of those things are difficult to observe because they don't, they happen over periods of time. So it's not like you can watch yourself from the outside like that. But when you when you look at your bank statement, when you look at your calendar, you see that footprint. And when your routine reinforces, let's say in this case, we're talking body. Let's say we're talking about body weight. When your routine reinforces your body weight. You know, a lot of people, like for example, I think this is very important because you bring up really good important points here that I think are often not considered. Because especially, you know, like for example, I'm on Facebook, you know, and I see constantly ads for like, you know, get, you know, they get a workout. <laughs> I, just, I can't even say it with a straight face. I was talking to my buddy Joey about this the other day. He's a personal trainer. And it's like, get a workout in, you know, two minutes, you know, get a 40 minute workout in like two minutes. You get like this little contraption or, you know, a bicycle, some kind of special resistance bicycle. And oh my God, it's so efficient. And it's designed to give you all this. And it's like, okay, even if that were the case where you can burn the calories that's not the point. The point of a workout is the character building. It's mm-hmm. the process because guess what? If you're chasing results and just chasing numbers and calories, that's not the right goal. That's the yeah. obvious goal, but that's not the real goal. The real goal is the character change because you know the the issue is not the calories, it's your attitude, mm-hmm. you know, and and I think that when it comes to that, what you have to look at are things that are not obvious. And one of the things, or actually several things that you mentioned, toxic relationships, or let's say, you know, the people in your life, uh, your daily routine, like, what do you do when you get home? Are you, is, does your setup at home encourage you to sit and not do anything, right? Versus 
do you pull the plug on your TV so it encourages you to take up and go do a walk or do something else? So your environment, and that includes your relationships and how your house is laid out, all these things can be a huge factor oh, in, in maintaining or representing you know, your, your goal, your body weight. In this case, again, we're talking health. So I think that's very important because a lot of times we tend to chase like, oh, you know, I just got to reduce my calories or I got to do this. And it's like, yeah, that's important. Absolutely. But that's like, there's hidden stuff behind that. Oh, yeah. That we don't talk about because it's uncomfortable. Like you said, you know, it's, it's uncomfortable. It's not an easy journey to look at yourself and say, okay, I need to change. You know, I need, I'm impacting the things that I love or the people that I love. I'm going to, I'm going to lose those things if I don't change. It's know? embracing the fact that there's no such thing as a shortcut. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's embracing and harboring saying, this is going to be hell. Yeah. And the the overall summit is where you're going to find that sense of like, people are chasing perfect, but really don't know what it looks like. Hmm. And, but they want to find the, the quickest fab to get there. Right. Because they think that the, taking those shortcuts is going to get them there. But the, the take, what I've learned is that when people take shortcuts, the only thing they're shortcutting is going back to their old it's lifestyle. <laughs> you know? And right. uh, um, Joey Swole, he's a really big fitness enthusiast and influencer on, on social media. He says bodybuilders are just people putting their lives back together one rep at a time. Hmm, I like that. And That's cool. Because you think about it, right? Like... The gym is a sense of, uh, it's like a coliseum. Yeah. It's like, it's like the bar. Right. It's like going to a bar. Yeah. You know, you like the, they, the, there's a, there's yeah, a, your regulars, you see the same people yeah. there, you know, it's <laughs> instead of alcohol, it's a, uh, you know, instead of alcohol, it's like pre-workout, right? <laughs> your hangover is being sore, you know, and that's so true. It, it's just different. Right. It just shifts. It's just different, different flavors, different, yeah. different uh, angles. That's so funny. And it's so true because you walk in there and like for me this morning, I was frustrated. I was frustrated with myself because like, you know, with the moving situation. Yeah. You're out of your routine. Exactly. You're, you know. And I'm like, I need to get back on it for myself. So I forced myself to the gym this morning. And I'm like, the whole time I'm working out, I'm like, I hit, I hit chest and I did cardio and I'm just like, okay, like me versus me, we're back in here. I'm going to fight myself. (laughs) And now I feel amazing. Like my girlfriend asked me, she's like, so how was, you know, your workout? I'm like, I needed it. Yeah. I feel so complete. Yeah. You know, I, my energy levels are higher. Um, my alertness, like everything's so like firing on all cylinders. Hmm. It's like I gave myself a tune up. Like spark plugs, boom, boom. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I missed this. This is me. This is who I am. Like I'm not dragging or trying to find like some caffeine to just hurry and just. Yeah, patch. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. Where, you know, you're just just chasing it. You're chasing the bottom of the cup in a different aspect. And um, it feels good to be back. What do you think for people is the biggest obstacle you know that really like what needs to shift what needs to change in people for them to go from let's say in this situation that you just described right Mm. in your case we're talking okay now it's it's in your character so when you when you are out of your routine 
it's not even like you f- don't feel right. You know, you want it, you feel good when you're back in your routine and, mm-hmm. and that's rewarding to you. Mm-hmm. And I talk about this a lot because whenever we start something new, I talk about the distinction between fun and rewarding, for example, right? So a lot of times we want something fun, right? Something fun, like, okay, I'm going to go to a festival on Taco Tuesdays or something like that. Like, that's fun. It doesn't require work. Mm-hmm. I can just show up, you know, whatever. I guess I can spend 10 bucks or something, and, and that's fun. But to really get where you want to go in business, health, wealth, whatever, you have to shift, in my opinion, you have to shift what is rewarding to you. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that's a big that's a big key. So in your case, let's say we take somebody who who is not doing this on a regular basis and and has the kind of mentality they have to move and then boom, you know, it throws them out of their routine. Like, okay, screw it. I'm back to my old self again. Mm -hmm. So between those two examples, between those two lives, what is the difference? At what point, what needs to happen? Does a drastic situation need to happen for somebody or, you know, what, what in your mind is the obstacle they need to overcome or a perspective shift? That needs to happen for them to to see this as okay. This is a reward now. This is not, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Um, conquering the mind. Yeah, conquering the mind. Um, I always talk about like people talk about Transformation Tuesday, which is tomorrow. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> At least the time of this recording, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Sorry. And uh, <laughs> all good. <laughs> but uh, you know, Transformation Tuesday. I always talk about transformation of the mind. Yeah. Just like you said earlier, and just like the quote too, it's like, when your mind is made up, the body will shift. Yeah, that's true. You know, I like that. The mind, the mind, start, you have to start with the, you have to start with the belief system. Mm-hmm. And with those habits, healthier mental habits mm-hmm. um, will shift your body. Mm. And... um it's just like no different than looking at your bank statement, right? Yeah. My mentor would always tell me, if Los, um, a calendar that's empty is so is so is a bank account. <laughs> if you have no appointments, you have no you have no dollars. Yeah, that's true. And it's so true because when you said that, it made me think of him, and I was just like, yeah, that's yeah, that's that's true. And if it if you're not feeling your brain, you're never gonna feel your body right. Mm. And um, it's just like saying for your mind, would you ever go put water in your gas tank? All right. No. No. <laughs> no one would do that. Right. No one with logic. I mean, maybe your, your three-year-old would try. Right. But willingly, nobody would do that. Hmm. And we have to think, we have to take that stand. And a lot of it, like Tony Robbins talks about raising your standards. You have to raise your standards um, of your life, whatever it is. If you don't like what's going on around you, you can change it. If it hurts, then you have to worry about two things. The the wor- the pain of, of uh, regret. I think I know what quote you're talking about. It's Jim Rohn. Yeah. Yeah. We either have to live with the pain of regret or the pain, pain of, uh, God, discipline or something like Reward, that. Yeah. Yeah. Reward, yeah. Reward, yeah. Yeah, but it goes, it goes along <laughs> with, the, with, with what you're saying. No, for sure. And it's just... Which which pain are you going to want to deal right, with? Yeah. Regret or creating a life that you've never even imagined is possible. Hmm. You know, um, one of my friends, he's a he's a pastor. He says they didn't make Rolls Royces and Bentleys for nothing. It's it's available to all of us. 
But if you don't want it, I'll gladly take it. Hmm. You know, if you want to take, hang on to your Toyota, which is great. Or, you know, for me, I drive a Nissan right now. Right. He's like, I'm going to go get my, my Rolls Royce. I'm going to earn that sucker. And yeah, for and me, I have it. that. I had that drive about me too, that drive and ambition where I even tell my mom, like, mom, you know, we're, we're going to live with this whole different lifestyle and not to be saying, oh, we're better than anybody. It's just yeah. like, we don't have to live by the circumstances of who we were when we were growing up. Exactly. We can shift and create and become anyone we want. Yep. And we just have to believe it. And when you believe it is when it starts to manifest. Hmm. Like for me, my whole manifestation for this wellness journey is I'm going to lose 326 pounds. That's amazing, man. You know? How, how far off are you right now, just for, out of curiosity? Uh, right now, I was at 340, so I still would So mean, your target weight is? Uh, 199. 199. I do nice. not want to see a two on the scale. <laughs> That's awesome. I love but it. I already know when I get there, yeah. it'll be another modification to the goal because- 199 is still too heavy. Yeah. It's still obese. Yeah. So, but that's just my long-term goal now because when I get there, we're going to cut even more. Right. And, um, I, I, uh, ran into one of my buddies and I haven't seen him in like five years and he saw me and he's like, Oh my God, I can't believe it's you. Yeah. Like you're a completely different person and it's not who we are today. It's who we get to become. Yeah, absolutely. And um, it's I'm, what that goal does to your character yeah, in the process. Yeah, it, it lights it lights your soul on fire. Mm-hmm. You know, it fires you up. That's that's the type of stuff that wake, that wakes you up and says, "Okay, cool. We got to go get it." Yeah, I got to go earn it. You know, my brother and I we talk about the gym and we say, "Where are you? Where are you going?" Oh, I'm on my way to go get paid. Oh, okay, you're going to the gym. Or are you going to go work out? You know, it's, and you know what the crazy thing is, segue, like a squirrel moment. My brother was, uh, took the stand for me. Yes. Mm-hmm. He ended up becoming a client. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's it's, funny. it's nice yeah. because, yeah, you know, now cool. I'm the support system for him. Right. Because he wants to live a healthier lifestyle too. Gotcha. And it, now I'm the inspiration for him. And it's just, it's so beautiful. Yeah. Because, Nobody is higher than anybody. Yeah. And another great saying, and I share this with people all the time, is that you may be on this goal of life for yourself, but you don't ever have to do it by yourself. Mm, That's good. I like that. Because if we learn to turn walls into doors, that would be so much more available to us. That's good. And I was the perfect example of that yeah i wasn't an open person i wasn't coachable wasn't flexible um and my life like you could see it it showed you know Mm -hmm. i wasn't happy i was larger than life you know we can keep going and now like when my mentor i saw them uh last month i went to dallas and i saw them um Isela, um, she told me, she said, I'm so proud of you hmm. because you are not the same person that we met five years ago. Yeah. You've evolved so much as a brain, as a mind, as a as a man, as a human being. And that's just the end result is I, I just want to be a better human being for the world. Yeah. Um, because to be that pillar to show people that 
there is good out there hmm. because we're surrounded by so much negative and um people don't feel like they can do give it one more try on a health and wellness journey where they can say well i've done this and that and i gained all my weight back and it's like i've been there you know hmm. like i've lost you know i i lost like 145 pounds i gained 55 back and I took a stand and said, okay, we got to get back on track and 197. And then now we're like at 140 or 185. So it's been an up and down. Oh, it's definitely. Not like a straight shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and I, I'll sit there and I'll tell everyone, like, I fail. Hmm. You know, if I had a dollar every time I, I failed on my meal plan, You'd man, I would right. be good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it's it's just character building. You know, it's it's being that vessel saying yeah i've i've messed up but i'll never give up hmm. you'll see me struggle you'll never see me quit mm, i like that i know it's like a whole bunch of one-liners you know what i mean no but you know it's the thing is i think this is a good <coughs> good point too is that we the thing is we tend to cheapen the things that we hear but in reality they're very valuable you know like i remember a story because you some of the things you told me really is about not quitting. And it reminded me of a story when uh, it's kind of a random story, but it's related. Some of my friends were getting married and we went to their reception and um, my parents were there. My parents been married for, I think 36 years, maybe right now. I'm probably getting that wrong, but it's up there. Sorry, mom. And (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, so anyway, at the end of the, the reception around the end, it was like, okay, all the, all the couples, all the parents get on the floor. Or it was couples, I think, and they do a couples dance. And oh, so, yeah, the anniversary dance. Yeah, anniversary. And my and my buddy was the DJ, and he's like, "Okay, you know, if you've been married for ten years, get off the floor." Right. You know that kind of stuff. So, at the end, it was just my parents and another couple, and you know, the other couple was also married. I think for like thirty five or forty years or something. And uh, and my buddy asks each respective couple, like, "What's the what's the secret? Mm-hmm. You know, to to a long lasting marriage." And when it comes to my mom, you know, my mom, like, they don't know what to say. And so my mom just starts laughing and she says, don't quit. And she just <laughs> cracks up. And everybody cracks up laughing. And it was like, I swear, for a good probably three, four months, we were joking about that forever. And just because it was funny, you know, but. Um, true. It's true, though. It's you so know, it's true. So, like, it's so, it's cliche, but it's not. Because ultimately, it's cliche if you let it be cliche to you. But Mm -hmm. if you really see the simple wisdom, which is, yeah, don't quit. Like at the end of the day, I love that pin story because it's like it represents that you just failed more than anybody else. You're willing to tolerate more failure. That's what it is. I think anything is tolerate more failure than anybody else. When you think about it, like the most wealthiest people in the world have failed more than, have failed more than homeless people. Yeah, it's true. You know? And that's why they have that, you know, um, there's this philosopher that says the bigger the problem, the bigger the paycheck, Hmm. you know, it's being able to endure that pain. Yeah. The the reward is high risk, high reward. Yeah. That's how it works. Yeah. There's no, there's nothing in the world where you can put a low risk and get a very high reward, at least not sustainable. Maybe you might get lucky. Right. It'll be temporary, a, right. temporary success. But right. we're talking about 
being successful forever. Yeah, exactly. You know, and those are the peoples that are like, I mean, even Mark Zuckerberg, he created Facebook, right? you know, and now he's got this billion dollar empire and he had to mold his way up. You stretch, you stretch up. Yeah. And it's not a matter of like, oh, okay, great. I woke up today and now I'm going to be a millionaire tomorrow. It's like, no, you're going to stubble. You're going to fall. You're going to get bumps, bruises. You're going to cry. You're going to bleed. You're going to, you're going to have victories. You're going to have defeats. And when you think about that, regardless of what you do in life, mm. it's going to happen anyway. Yeah. You know, we were all born to die one day. Yeah. <laughs> How much time, like Gary V says, if it was your last week alive, you would spend the week dif- different. You would right. appreciate Monday. <laughs> versus oh Complaining i got about a case it. of mondays it's like no this is my last monday we're going out with the hurrah yeah and you have to you have to have that mentality mm. even when for us you know we were taught to when you see people hug them love them mm. like if it's the last time you're going to see them because the sad reality that's possible yeah. it's very possible yeah and we don't know how much time we have, so we have to make the, the best of the time, hmm. you know, where now people are like, oh, I'm out here living my best life. Like, you really need to embrace that. Yeah. Embrace that today is going to be the best day ever. Hmm. And even if it's not, it was the best for that quality of the day. Yeah. Period. You make do with what you have. And exactly. In the most possible uh, way. Mm-hmm. With your clients, I mean, you've, you've had some pretty impressive Stories. I mean, one client you had like a hundred pounds. You mm-hmm. said that she lost. What do you? I mean, that doesn't happen overnight, obviously. So, oh, no. uh, and like we were just talking about, there's a lot of ups and downs, especially with a journey mm-hmm. like a hundred pounds. I mean, that's to me, that's a lot. You know, that's that's it's massive. A, that's massive. So, what what do you find that you work on in those situations to keep that motivation going to keep from not quitting? Like, what do you, what are the strategies that you utilize or what do you find are the most common limiting beliefs that people have? Are there any patterns? Are there things that, that you've learned in the process of, of helping people with your journey and the same journey? Um, are there patterns that you, that you find? It's being completely vulnerable. Hmm. And that's the hardest thing to surrender to people. Like to vulnerability to, for them to be vulnerable in the sense of like, okay, I'm admitting that I have difficulty with X, Y, Z, or it's a two way street. Mm. It's a two way street. Um, it, it is so hard for people to openly say, you know what, I suck. Mm. Today sucked, mm. and. I mean, like I've had I've had clients tell me like, "Hey, you know, we we weigh in on Mondays." Gotcha. And Every week. Yeah, consistently, because it helps buckle down the weekend cheats. <laughs> so, yeah, you um, know, Monday's coming, so you <laughs> you know it, it kind of helps nip that in the butt. But um, one of my guys, he calls me and he's like, "Hey, I," and I'm like, "Hey, what's going on?" You know. And he's like, before I send you my weight, I just wanted to tell you that uh, we went out to eat to Hooters over the weekend. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I go, what'd you eat? And he's like, I had chicken wings. I had fried pickles and I had a couple beers. And I'm like, man, that's the meal that I would have at Hooters. Yep. 
<laughs> and he's like, and I'm I'm so dead serious. Like I love fried pickles. Right, right. And he's like, you're not mad at me. And I said, how would I be mad at you? That's the meal that I would have. Right. I said, that was yesterday. We keep going today. Right. And uh, he was like, all right. Like, you know, you could tell, like, yeah, they're yeah. sitting up as they're talking to you on the phone, like, okay, cool. Like, <laughs> great. And I think that's, like, vulnerability because there's so many people in this world that beat us up. Yeah. Um, so it, true. It creates that insecurity, creates Constant that doubt. defense mode, trying to look good and, and not yeah. be wrong, you know? <laughs> And when you're when you have the when you have a human being being able to surrender that hmm. feeling to say, man, my tia came in from Mexico. She made us homemade tamales. Awesome. Hmm. I'm not going to neglect you of that. Exactly. But we have today, and we have tomorrow, and a lot of this is I've adapted the addict mentality um of like alcoholics um alcoholics Mm -hmm. or drug addicts they're not worried about tomorrow they're worried about conquering today right now yeah yeah like i'm dealing with this today i don't have to worry about tomorrow Hmm. i'll worry about tomorrow tomorrow because Mm -hmm. tomorrow will become today when we get there and i just tell people like yesterday it's over yeah now we have today. Let's make better choices today. Mm. Let's get back on it. Let's keep going. And that's when you're helping people up yeah. when they fall down. And like literally for me, I had to have somebody help me up like every day mm. and hold my hand and comfort me saying, you know what? It's okay. We're going to do this. Come on. I can't do that. No, 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 no. We'll do it together. And... That is what moves mountains. Hmm. Um, because you're not only being better for them, you're being better for you in the process. Yeah. And uh, it makes you that much 1% better. And that's all that we have to worry about. That 1% makes the difference. Yeah. That 1% of compassion. And, uh, you know, it's it's not easy. I was, I was just listening to a book recently. Very good book. I highly recommend it. It's... Uh, called Leadership and Self-Deception. Okay. Very, very good book. If you guys get a chance to listen to it, life-changing book. But it talks about this very idea, which is basically, ultimately, we have two perspectives that we can always communicate from, which is, let's put it in this way, like one is not compassion and one is, that's not how they distinguish it, but I'm going to put it just for the sake of understanding. One of them is non-compassion and seeing people as objects and problems and just a number and things like this. And one of them is with compassion and understanding. And it doesn't matter. This is the kicker. The breakthrough for me was it doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter the behavior in the sense, like, for example, let's say you got to be tough on somebody, you know, or let's say you got to fire somebody. Let's say you have to break up with somebody. Let's say you have to correct somebody. That behavior is not the problem. It's the, it's the space that we communicate from. And that, honestly, that goes, I think, a larger conversation, especially in the realm that we're talking about here. Oh, definitely. That goes also for the conversations you have with yourself, you know, compassion for yourself. I mean, I can tell you one of my biggest struggles, and I'm still working on it, but I've gotten much better, and what you reminded me of with this uh, with this recent conversation is 
being forgiving of yourself. You know, you you aren't you aren't defined by your mistakes and you aren't defined by your successes either at the end of the day because those things, regardless of what happens, they happen and then that's it. It's another day tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I tell all my students this the same thing, like regardless of what you get, even if you get first place, guess what? Tomorrow it's gone for good. It's it's over. So it doesn't matter what happened. If you got last place, it also doesn't matter what happened. Exactly. You know, what matters is that you keep going, like you said, and you keep pushing because that character is all that exists through time. Tomorrow, that character, that spirit is still there. The result is in the past. It's gone. Regardless of what happened, that's not there anymore. It's not real in a sense. Right. Uh, so I think self-acceptance, forgiving yourself, uh, you know, because a lot of times I think what happens is that we we deviate off the path and then we hate ourselves so much we aren't able to forgive ourselves that we go even deeper in the in the hole, you know. And I think what you talk about, which is really having that compassion for yourself and obviously for others when you're working with them, is so important. You know, it's something that we, especially as coaches, have to constantly frame all of our communication from. Yeah. Uh, because it doesn't matter how much you know. This is a quote I've always loved, which is, "It's you know, people don't care how much you know. They just want to know that you care. <laughs> right. <laughs> It's so, being present. It's being present to people, um, listening, yeah, active listening, hmm. and just helping discover those blind spots. Mm. And you know, when you help people, when you help people discover blind spots for themselves, when you help someone identify that for themselves, you learn so much about yourself. Mm. In the same moment, oh, in the yeah. same space. It's mutual. Oh yeah, yeah. And and that's why I go back to this comment about earlier. It's like when you when you figure that out, mm. you're like, we're all the same. Yeah, we're all the same. It's all the same predictable struggles. You yeah, know, we, we get caught up in the details, but in the end, it's all the same stuff. Yeah. You know, there was this. Um, this is totally off subject, but it's so relatable still. Um, I started DJing at 19 years old. And um, the guy that taught me how to DJ, his name is Andy. We're driving in Tucson. We're getting off the freeway to go do an event. And a panhandler is on the corner of the of the off-ramp. And he rolls the window down and he gets his cup holder full of change. And he pours it out to the uh, the gentleman. And I said, why did you do that? Like, I'm a kid, right? I'm 19 years old. I'm yeah, young. yeah. I'm like, why did you do Didn't that? Didn't make any sense. <laughs> right. And I'm like, why did you do that? And he's like, because when I get to the gates to heaven, hmm. I don't want them to ask me, what did you do for my children while you're on earth? And not, being able, and not be able to answer. Hmm. And I've taken that on since then. Hmm. I'll jump out of my skin to try to find change or... You know, if I have anything to snack on in my car, a bottle of water, yeah, go buy a bottle. You know, like we're in Arizona, it's hot. Oh yeah, yeah. I can't. I was uh, coming out of a Walmart and I noticed a gentleman was sitting on the the sidewalk, and it was hot outside. I'm like, okay, let me go back inside. I went back inside and bought a couple couple bottles of water, brought it out and gave it to him, and I just left. Like I'm super committed to. Helping others. It mm. it brings a joy to my life because the one day that I need it, I hope someone's there, mm. you know? 
And it's not a matter of like planting a seed of, oh, I'll expect that back. But it's just being a farmer of planting good seeds in the universe to whenever the harvest comes, the harvest is massive and abundant to where I don't even have to sit there and think about like, oh, this is because I gave water to somebody or I gave changes. It's not something you keep track of. No, definitely not. It's one of those things that you're just, by making the world a better place, you know, it'll it'll make your space a little bit more um, peaceful. And I think that's tied in too also. I mean, uh, you know, you said it was off topic, but actually I don't think it is because if you really think about it, to transform your body, let's say, right? Mm. It is it is not about just the body. Mm. It is about the mind. It is about your character. It is about, you know, your spirit, your connection to other people, your, you know, connection to your purpose, life purpose. You know, like one thing that I often see, like I, I use my mom as an example, and my mom's retired. I love my mom to death, but it's so tough when you get all that free time and you have no purpose. Do you know what I mean? And that's not a struggle that my mom deals with. There's a ton of people. I, I go work in retirement communities, and I see a massive difference between people who, like, let's say, have some sort of activity. They're always doing stuff. They got things to look forward to. And people who don't. And people who just, like, basically they're lost. And, I mean, there's studies on it that say, look, one of the biggest things about your health is have some sort of integration to society, some sort of purpose, some sort of continual goal. Otherwise, you rot. And guess what? Your physical body is a reflection of the internal Mm -hmm. ideas and goals and things like that. So um, all that stuff is really important for physical health. You know, if, if you want that transformation, if you want a particular goal, look at all of the things that are not obvious that are surrounding that destination. That need to, you know, we were just talking today before we hit the record button <laughs> about alignment. And I was talking, I've had a lot of conversations about this exact topic right now with, with so many people recently in the last couple of days. And it's that execution is is easy, right? Action mm-hmm. is easy. When everything's in the right place, in the right position, action is natural. It's not something we got to worry about, you know. But what's easy to do is also easy not to do. Right, exactly. <laughs> right. And and if if we put everything in alignment in the right in the right way and, and that includes your mental alignment too. I think oh, that's definitely. something that's really important. You know, we talk about let's say form for working out. You gotta have the right form. Yeah, absolutely. If you're doing the wrong form, you're gonna A risk an injury, B not get enough of workout, A, B, C, D. But there's also that mental alignment. You know, there's the alignment of your relationships in your life, right? You have toxic people in your life. That's an alignment that's going to cause you resistance. Yeah. Uh, if you are not having exciting things that you're looking forward to, you're not motivating yourself. You're not. Uh, you're listening to toxic political news instead of listening to podcasts or in, in po- in books that educate you. Those are misalignments in your life that are just. It's like literally carrying a backpack full of weights trying to walk to your goal. And if you can change those alignments around your life. Those are just decisions. You change those habits. Then the goal, which seems, let's say, difficult. Okay, I want to lose 100 pounds. That is that is a difficult goal. But if you do the supportive work to support the alignment around that goal, then it's much easier. Definitely. Much easier. Oh, yeah, I totally agree. And uh, it's taking those small moments yeah. to say, and you can even... 
you know, like if you wanted to take like pebbles and you're like pebble one, pebble two, checklist, mm-hmm. right? It's super pivotal because you know what you know and you also know what you don't know. Mm-hmm. But you don't know what you don't know. You don't know what you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I, it's, it's why I always I always tell people as soon as we start doing like mastermind stuff or wellness stuff, mm-hmm. it's like you have, and this is gonna, this is gonna sound so, like, like it's a duh moment. Yeah. But right. it's also like a, well, how do you do that? Right. But it's it, it's literally you have to think about what you're thinking about when you're thinking about it hmm. and if it's the doubt or insecurity that little voice that's telling you you can't do this you can't do that it's thinking about okay taking a moment to step back notice your own thoughts basically yeah to say is how beneficial how beneficial is this thought right now because i know i can do this hmm. and then you that's when you can take the, that's when you can literally redirect and mm-hmm. shift everything yeah absolutely and say you know what self Right now, I'm going to need you to shut up because this is what we're going to do. This is what we used to do, but we're not going to do that anymore. Yeah. And uh, that's that's when everything changes, Um, thinking about what you're thinking about when you're thinking about it. Hmm. Because now you can say, okay, what what story am I creating? What? Yeah, you can notice the pattern that's Mm -hmm. at work. Mm-hmm. And uh, like you said, I love that that you mentioned redirect because I talk about that stuff all the time. I, I think of it the same way. And for me, with my background in in dancing, I think of it like momentum. You know, like we always have some sort of momentum, right? And whether that's you know your upbringing, your history, your traumas, whatever else, right? That gives you a certain momentum in the sense that it it poises you for certain decisions. Yes. And unless you can stop that momentum with awareness. Uh, so that you can redirect and and create momentum for your own benefit, then the momentum will just take you and and let you drift in life. You know, that's just that's the standard. So we have to take control of it through awareness. And the drift, like if you drift so far for so long, yeah, you lose the ability to dream. Yeah, absolutely. And it goes back to your um, observation about going into the retirement community, mm-hmm. where people. Like I love my one of my favorite questions. I love asking questions. Period. Yeah. Like I will go to the grocery store and I'll just start asking questions to people. <laughs> but it's just planting that seed to where, you know, like is the day almost over? Is it? it or did it just start? How is your day? Hmm. But when I get closer to people, I I always ask like, what is the ultimate vacation destination? And if they can't answer it. I'm like, perfect. Now you can think about it. Hmm. You can sit back and manifest it. Yeah. Like, where is it? Is it, you know, for me, it's Dubai. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll fire that joker right off. Like, what's the ultimate desert? Dubai. They have, uh, <laughs> apparently, they have Ubers and drones now over there. That's what I heard. Like oh, you, yeah. You can take a drone. Yeah, I heard about like that. Like a self-driving drone. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I would do that, but. But I mean, it's the awesome, perfect though, place right? to do it. Perfect. That's I don't it. know if how expensive do it, it would might be. Might as well do it in Dubai. Right. <laughs> And, uh, but it just, when you can ask someone that question and they're like, I don't know, and you're like, think about it. Hmm. And it could be a complete stranger. And then all of a sudden they start, their creative juices start to pick up. And all of a sudden now they're thinking about different stuff. They're using different parts of their brain. And 
it's just so much shifting. Yeah, they shift gears from, yeah. their, from their general reactive day. I got to mm-hmm. do this. I got to do that. I got to do this. You know, the, take a moment away from scrolling for a minute. Oh, yeah. God. You know? the It's so crazy, man. You know, like I'm very mindful. I try to be with with that stuff. But even that, you know, like I'll, I'll be doing work and I'll get, I need like a little break. I'm like, oh, okay, let me just go on Facebook or something. And it's like, it sucks you in because it's literally, it's, it is, you we're designed to get a reward. Everything's some, every time something new happens. So scrolling is like, literally you're plugged into that, you know, mm-hmm. because it's constantly something new. You're scrolling and scrolling. I'm like, wait a minute, what am I doing? You right. find yourself like five minutes later. Holy smokes. You know, I'm watching cat videos again or whatever. Right. <laughs> And you know, I, I do my best with that too, Yeah. where I find myself like third, like four or five like scrolls. Right. Like, oh, okay. All right. We're doing too much. Yeah. Got to get out. Right. And then I redirect. Yep. What was I doing? Okay. What do I need to do? Okay. And I'm very present to that. Right. Because then all of a sudden, and the biggest one to get completely lost in is YouTube. Oh, YouTube! Is you start just wormhole, clicking man. and boom, 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 <laughs> suggested boom. videos, and then you get oh my god! And then you end up on uh, you know some extreme food thing, and you're like, oh man, I'm how dying. the heck did I get here? Yeah, and <laughs> and you you look back and you're like, oh man, I just spent two hours doing nothing. Isn't that crazy? But <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like hooked up to the charger, you're a wall hugger now because your phone's dead, <laughs> and um, it's just getting really in tune to all of that, to where you're just like. No, we can't do that. No, we can't do that. And I am the architect to my life. Hmm. And I embed that in everyone around me because, like, my sister, she'll tell you in a few moments, it's like, if you're around Los, he it's because he wants you to be. Hmm. For me, I will exclude myself from situations where I'm just like, no, I can't do that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I can't do that, no. Well, there's a power to saying no too, mm-hmm. you know, I think with everything. Definitely. Uh, and and that goes both ways. You know, like if you're trying to reach a goal in your health, you got to learn to say no, right? The state of authenticity is powerful. Mm. And I lacked that for such a long time. Mm. Um, I wasn't, I didn't even know that I was being inauthentic with myself. Yeah. But the moment that I learned about that yeah, and the moment that, I learned that I can shift that. Oh man, it became it became like people it became an addiction like people with caffeine in the morning. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and it it's I always think about that like, oh, am I being authentic to myself? No, okay, I need to go this way. And <laughs> it's it's just something that I it I just love that. I love that because I would allow so much dictation to my mood from other people, and I didn't even know mm. about it. And a lot of other situations to shape your behavior mm-hmm. and decisions. Definitely, where I would be upset about people being late. Why can't they be on time? Mm. Because the moment that it's seven oh one, I'm already like, oh, the fuse, the fuse is lit. <laughs> <laughs> when's the when's this when's this dynamite gonna go off? And a mentor of mine, she told me, she said, Lo, the reason why you're so upset, you're not upset with the people, you're upset with yourself. With yourself. Mm. Because you allowed 
those people to dictate your mood. Hmm. And the moment she said that, it was like a, the biggest metaphoric slap to my face yep. to wake me up saying, yeah. wow, okay, got it, hmm. clear. Now I'm in control. Hmm. Now I can take the reins back from all of that yeah. to where I can say, nope, not today. It's not going to happen. How do I nip that in the butt? I don't even give you the opportunity right. <laughs> to to own that over me. I'm going to go ahead and just take that and say, nope, we're going to go over here and I'll sit by myself hmm. versus sit in a room full of situations I don't want to be around. Yeah. And, and that kind of that kind of attitude shift is very critical. I mean, I think I really want people to get how important that is because you know, this stuff, it all ties back into this idea of body transformation. Mm-hmm. Because ultimately, if you can make that shift and say, okay, you know what? I'm not going to be angry. I'm not going to let other people's situations dictate my behavior. If I'm not going to be, you know, slave to my emotions, stress, all this kind of stuff. There is a huge correlation between that and, let's say, other habits like eating or whatever. Because eating is, you know, let's say stress eating. That's a response mm-hmm. to something underneath, right? Definitely. So. Ultimately, again, if we want that transformation, if we want that body transformation, we want to feel better, look better, change, it happens with that internal and those decisions that we make on a daily basis. Definitely. And I feel like the individuals that's, that deal, go through that more than, more than most are mothers. Mm. Mothers, they lose the ability to dream because now they're a mom. Yeah. They're... They're not even first, second, third. It, first is the kids, or you know, it, it's a toss-up. Spouse, right? Kids, job, house duties. Wow, yeah, that's true. Then themselves, they don't have time for themselves. Yeah. So, and and if they did take that time for themselves, it's bad. It's frowned upon. It's mm. selfish. Right. All this bad stuff just it just starts to snowball. And they're just like, you know what? It's okay. I don't I don't need that. Or I don't need to do this for myself. Or I don't need to do that. Mm-hmm. Or whatever it is. When we sit down with moms, they're just like, I don't know. Like, I just get up and I make breakfast. I make lunch for my family. And, you know, I don't, I don't eat until nighttime. And it's just like, wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. And, and when we put them in that position to say, well, you kind of have to take advantage. You have to take yourself a priority because if you don't, who's going to do all that if you're not around? Yeah, how can you fill all those glasses if you don't fill your your own, right? And and that's where they're like, oh, boom, shift, got it, let's mm-hmm. go. And it's it's so it's so sad that you know, like I I always give so much praise to women because women create so much for us you know absolutely and um we have to we have to we have to take care of them yeah because if they're not around when we're sick who's gonna take care of us (laughs) (laughs) it's not gonna be another guy i'll tell you that no no, definitely not (laughs) so you know it's just it's just giving people empowerment for themselves Mm. it's not just like necessarily like women's empowerment it's empowering people to be in power Empowering people to take control of their life. And if you want to look better on the external, it, 
it can be done. Yeah. I'm a true testament to that. Like, yeah. I always told people, like, if I dropped a quarter on the floor, I wasn't even going for that. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like gambling without any reward. <laughs> and because I didn't want to, like, I was always the fear of tipping over. God, yeah. Or if I got it, I got up and I'm like on the verge of passing out. Wow. Um, and, you know, if if I can lead that by example, if I can do it, anybody can. Mm. And it's so crazy because I'll have people three times smaller than me that are my clients and I'm helping them. Yeah. But th- the size is not the internal, the, like we said, the internal struggles are still the same. Exactly. That's where there's no, there's no, there's no, no face. <laughs> there's no, difference. there's no, no, it's th- at that point we become equal mm. and th- that's how we are all created. When we bleed, we all bleed red. Right. You know, and that's where we literally lock arms and say, we're brothers and sisters in arms. We're in this, we're in this war of life together. Everybody's war has a different definition. Mm. But the difference is, is that we can be present to each other to help make each other better. Absolutely. And when we do stuff like that, the external changes, yeah. You know, some people get muscles, drop body weight, body fat. But the mind is something you'll never see. You know, like if I said, if you had insecurity, mm. if I cut you open right now, what are we going to find? Right. You're not gonna We're going to find, find intestines. <laughs> right. We're going to find body parts. We're not going to find insecurity. Mm. It's not going to happen. Right. But we have this big facade created in our minds that, mm. oh, I can't do that. Mm. No, we can do anything. Give me your hand. I'll show you. Yeah. You know? And we get to the end result and people are just like so happy. Sometimes people don't want to lose weight. Some people just want to be happy. And yeah, usually that's the case I find with a lot of things. It's like we have the logical reason that we say to ourselves and others, but there's something underneath that we truly want, like mm-hmm. confidence or, you know, gaining whatever, being feeling good in our bodies or whatever it is, you know. Yeah. yeah. Totally agree. Mm-hmm. And and when you can when you can help guide people to find that type of peace oh man it's priceless it's it, it's the biggest value ever it's more valuable than bitcoin <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know about bitcoin <laughs> i think it's i'm joking i don't think it's gonna be or i don't know we'll see know, well right? let's um we're coming up on the end here so let's let's share a little bit about what you're doing you know do you have anything uh going on how they can get in touch with you do you do only in-person stuff or do you do any virtual coaching or anything like that no yeah we definitely do um we have a diff uh, a few different funnels like we have a we do one on one coaching obviously you yeah. know with everybody's struggles is different yeah some people you can check in once a week some people need twice a day right, you know right. it's it's all to it's all tailor made so you know that would be via you know phone uh, text or through like Telegram yeah we also have groups too like support groups um, where people are posting like their recipes and oh, nice. what they're eating, how they prepared it. Um, because again, was like a Facebook group or um, through telegram. Oh, it's, through telegram. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. And uh, we have a few different support groups where there's like hundreds of people or there's like 10 depending on what um, 
What's the topic or the goal? Exactly. Yeah, gotcha. Like we have three-day challengers. We have 21-day oh, cool. challengers. We have people that are just in this um, massive, like our whole organizations in there. And it's just different supports on different levels. Sweet. So it's it's beautiful because it's ran by a bunch of strangers. Mm. And strangers that become friends and everybody leaves family. Cool. And everybody showed up as a stranger. But the journey but unites we, we, all of you. <laughs> and they get and they get the support that they don't get from home, that they don't get from family, hmm. that they don't get from their friends. And that's where it's just like center of influence, right? It's kind of like your your calendar. Yeah. It's kind of like looking at your bank statement. If your center of influence isn't putting logs on your fire, but if they're peeing on it, <laughs> you have to like think about like what's really happening here. All right. Are you building me up or tearing me down? Yeah. But when you show up into this, these different groups, there's none of that tearing down. It's always like, well, we share our victories and our defeats. Well, yeah. Today I had a donut. Oh, no worry. Tomorrow's a new day. Exactly. I, I had a donut too today. You know, it's okay. Tomorrow we'll both, you know. We'll be better. Exactly. You know, why don't we text each other in the morning? We can encourage each other to not eat a donut yeah. tomorrow. There you go. And that's what happens. And I've like the closest people in my life were people that I would never, ever meet hmm. or never, ever hang out with. Isn't that crazy? And now they're like family hmm. and they live in all different realms of the world. Wow. And it's, it's amazing because then you get a phone call and you're like, Hey, uh, could we set up a zoom conference? Yeah. Can you speak to our team in California? And it's like, yeah, I'd love to. And there's no value. Like how much do you get paid for that? I pay forward. Yeah, exactly. Like I pay forward to inspire other people to keep going. Yeah. That's all the value that's needed because I'm going to gain so much from it, right? Just, be, just giving myself. Absolutely. It, the, the, You're the, improving your practice, your own process. Exactly. Yeah. And to where I sow that seed, the seed will come back. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we have, you know, social media, you know, Instagram, I'm at DJ Los. Um, you know, Facebook, I'm Los Lara. That's my government name was Carlos, but I like Los better. Yeah, Los it makes cool. me cool. I didn't, you know, it's funny. Up until I heard Carlos was the short, I was like, what is that short for? I, I wouldn't, <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. It's like Topher for Christopher or something. Right. You know, it's right. like, uh, people are like, Los, like, well, what is that? Like the, <laughs> in Spanish? Exactly. And I'm like, it, I said, well, I just cut my name in half. It's Carlos without the car. And they're like, oh, I get it. You got it. <laughs> and it's just like, I don't even want to tell you what my nickname was when I was a kid. We'll save that for another conversation. But yeah. my brother told me like at 18, yeah, man, you should go by Los because you need to drop this nickname business because that's just foolishness. <laughs> and I'm like, all right. And here I am. And it's like, do you want Carlos or Los? Los. Los. There you you go. know, I only get called Carlos when I'm in trouble with my mom right, or right. a police officer, which we won't go there either. But, <laughs> but it's just, you know, the outbreak, if I can benefit anyone Mm. please reach out to me because... And so what's, what's the best way for them to reach you? Is it through social media or you have a website or phone or anything? that What, what well, do you think is the best? Um, we can always just... I can put my phone number. I can provide that. We can have it. It's, Up to you. Know, yeah, wherever, I mean, wherever, we, uh, wherever this lands. Yeah. Um, but social media, I mean, it's it's like my it's cell at phone. At DJ Los. On Instagram, yes. Yeah. So D-J-L-O-S. Nice. And then... uh. 
Facebook, Los Lara, so L-O-S-L-A-R-A. Nice. Um, and you'll be able to see, like, it's all open to the public, too. So we don't even have to be friends on there for you to see the content. But um, I share a lot of inspirational stuff, my yeah. before and afters, other people that were helping. Sweet. You know, like, an amazing transformation right now is my sister. She's lost 140 pounds. Wow. That's yeah. incredible. <laughs> yeah. And she's getting ready to do an... Uh, evening gown physique competition on saturday wow so that's I'm amazing. super proud of her because we were some big kids and uh physique that's not easy man yeah that's a whole mindset training for oh that's definitely right. yeah. you, to where you're not cheating for oh, 16 yeah. weeks yeah it's incredible yeah I, mean, I did that in 2017 i lost 75 pounds in 16 weeks wow that's yeah insane yeah and it, that right there, you learn so much about yourself. Oh, yeah, you bet. cry a lot, <laughs> but <laughs> you know, like I really want a donut. And, like literally, get off the stage, and I had a donut. Like oh, I'm man. so serious. That was probably the best donut. Oh of your my life. gosh! <laughs> like I'll show you the picture one of these days. It's hilarious because I'm like ear to ear, just smiling, and yep. I got like frosting yeah, on my fr- face. <laughs> but. Um, no, definitely reach out to me. You know, Sweet. my email is djlos at me.com. That's like maryecho.com. Yeah. Um, you know, if, if there's anything I can do, if you need a conversation, f- feel free, reach out. If you need assistance, I'm here. Um, anything that I can do for anybody, I'm, 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 I'll be there in, in a wink of a wink of an eye. Awesome, man. Well, this interview has been an absolute blast. Thank you so much oh, for, thank you for doing this and for sharing your story. I think it's, you're an inspiring guy and I love following you and, and just, uh, you know, we, we've relayed on so many points. It's, Definitely. you know, and it was like, I don't even know you that well, but we have so many, so many things to talk about. Mm-hmm. So it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for Thank sharing you for your story. Me. It's been fun. All right, guys, we'll check my buddy Los out. He is an awesome guy, a major source of inspiration. And if you, find yourself at all in this conversation or if you know anybody in your own life that uh that would really benefit from this share it with them you never know the difference that it will make so transformation in our health is something available to each and every one of us zig ziglar says like showering daily we must do the same for our minds in this sense the habits you employ are key to your success Los recommends that when you don't want to keep going, think of why you're doing what you're doing. Try to do one thing every day that would be a hard no. Set goals both short and long term. Monitor those goals. And above all, never, ever give up. episodes and weekly content, stay connected at danceoflife.com.